Thanks for listening to the Last Days podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hello and welcome to the Last Days podcast. We're so glad that you are here with us again today, myself and my own Katie. Thank you so much for listening today and being with us. You know, God's moving is doing great things, waiting for wonderful, amazing things for you. Absolutely. Yeah. 2023, folks. Congratulations. <laughs> You've made it to the year uh-huh. 2023. Doesn't that sound weird? <laughs> I mean, to think that we are living now and there's no flying cars outside. Okay. Yet. Maybe they'll come later this year. I'm not sure. But um, anyway, they're they're not outside right now. I am trying to see, just peer outside a little mm-hmm. bit, but I don't see anything like that. But I'm not seeing very clearly outside. But anyway, it is, uh, it is wonderful to be able to be here and sharing with you on this beautiful day. And we're glad that you are listening and hope that all of you have a wonderful wonderful plans for seeing this next year like burst with God's goodness. Yes. In every area of your yes. life, your family, your marriage, your business and to be able to keep at the forefront of our lives the the understanding that I need to be led by God. And I cannot be detoured from anything that I know to be the will and the plan of God, can't be detoured by any um, word from man, by any news that would come, you know, wafting across the seas, um, <laughs> or you know, any terror that would try to come, uh, arrow by day, terror by night. Isn't that what Psalm ninety-one <laughs> talked about? Um, these things don't move us. We are focused and know that we are walking in the will and the plan of God this year, and we're going to see the things that God has promised us come about. Mm-hmm. And there'll be many things that will come through the year, throughout the year, that will try to distract you, that will try to at least get your attention, get you to, get you to look the other way. But stay focused and don't be drawn off course by any uh, word that is not of God, by any rumor of man, mm-hmm. by any false evidence appearing real, by any yes. fear. Because right. in right. the last days, the word of God says that you know men's hearts would fail them for fear of things that are coming upon the world. Now, that's, that's part of the tribulation. We're not... Excuse me, let me repeat this. We are not in the tribulation right now, okay? Um, I I, I definitely believe we are in some days of sorrow, which precede the tribulation. Um, Our eyes are very wide open, and it's not that men's hearts are not already failing them, but it's not because of fear, it's because of a vaccine. And um, I, I mean, we just came through a situation this week 
for those who were watching Monday Night Football and you're watching uh, the Buffalo Bills playing the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. And one of the um, of Buffalo's players, DeMar Hamlin, um, delivered a tackle. And at the end of the tackle, it was a, you know, it was, it was a football player. It was mm-hmm. a, a hard tackle, but nothing that you don't normally see in football. And DeMar gets up, and then he's up for like two seconds, and then falls flat on his back. Dead. Okay? Because they had to perform CPR on him for nine minutes there in the middle of the field. Um, normally, they'll give up at about four or five minutes. He's taken to the hospital with a very weak pulse because they were able to get it going after uh, all that extensive CPR. Um, they shut down the game. Monday night football game ended. Um, my niece and nephew were at the game, saw all of this take place. And, um, and they passed through the river of Cincinnati. Um, and uh, hello, Corey and Jordan. And anyway, uh, in in unbelievable stuff, you see a, a Monday night football game shut down because someone um, collapses on the field, a serious injury, not injury, a serious incident, big, burly football players in tears all over the place. Mm-hmm. One of the most amazing things I saw was both teams coming together on the field praying. You could literally yes. see them praying, crying out to God. That's yes. what America needs to do right yes. now. And right as we're doing this podcast, recording it just before it it um, drops, um, we don't know what will be the, the outcome of uh, DeMar Hamlin's life. Um, it's been drastically changed. If he lives, it's been drastically changed. You don't, you don't come back to a football career after something like this. Um, but the, the crazy thing is, is that in all of what was said last night is I wasn't watching the game, uh, when it, when it happened, I, I, we had had the game on and then it got turned off and we were taking care of ministry stuff actually. And, uh, then all of a sudden started getting notifications, um, from different ones. And so flipped the thing back on and uh, saw all the drama unfolding on the field. And, and they shut down a football game, Monday night football game, not just one of many on Sunday, but the whole thing on a Monday night. And two of the top teams in the nation playing each other. Um, it didn't determine whether either of them was going to the playoffs. I think that was a factor in deciding that they weren't going to play, actually, because it wasn't... Uh, major determining factor at the end of the season here. But the thing is, is that they shut down a game. I will tell you this, that won't happen again. There will be more players dropping dead and it'll become more frequent people dying. We've said this for a long time and and people may be shocked right now. Oh, I can't believe that you're talking about this on the podcast. You're going to lose people. Yeah. We lost them a long time ago. They, whatever, but the thing is, is that because people have given in to fear, we are in this place in America and we are in this place throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just 
healthy athletes. You can't tell me that a 24-year-old professional football player who is in excellent health suddenly because of a, a, a tackle that is made, which happens throughout the whole game, suddenly, you know, the guy's heart stops beating. No, there is other contributing factors. I will tell you, the Buffalo football team is 100% vaxxed. 100%. That's been verified. And the thing is, though, that is this man's life, if not gone, is drastically changed, forever changed. And so many people have given in to fear, and so they have gone this road. The Bible says in James 4, verse 13, and I read this out of the Amplified Version. It says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a city and spend a year there and carry on our business and make money. Yet you don't know the least thing about what may happen tomorrow. What's the nature of your life? And I ask that today to everyone who's listening to this. What is the nature of your life? You are really but a wisp of vapor, a puff of smoke, a mist that is visible visible for a little while and then disappears into thin air. You ought instead to say, if the Lord is willing, we shall live and we shall do this or that thing. But as it is, you boast falsely in your presumption and your self-conceit. All such boasting is wrong. And this, you know, comes to us as, as it says here, our life is really but a vapor. It's, it's here and then it's gone. And that's even for the godly. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you this. The question, what is the nature of your life? That that is so very, very important. As we begin, as we have begun this new year, 2023, if I were to ask you, what is the nature of your life? What makes up your life? What does it consist of? Mm -hmm. Does it consist of what man says your life should be? Well, if you're going to live, you have to do this. You have to take this. And we've already opened the can of worms. And like last night, nobody wanted to talk about the elephant in the stadium. But that's where everybody's thoughts were. Mm -hmm. What's this guy's position? Mm -hmm. You know, did did he have a vaccination? What's the deal? I guarantee you those football players that were crying, they were aware of what's going down. Mm -hmm. And they've got the question in their mind, am I next? Am I, and it's, a, it's reality for them. What's the nature of your life? Well, you know what? When you have given in to the fear of man and you've given in to the command of man over the commandment of God, and you said, I have to do this because, you know, if I'm going <clears> to <throat> do this, then I have to obey the orders of man. Well, don't live your life that way. Then when you're asked what's the nature of your life, you'd have to say it's whatever man tells me I have to do. Mm-hmm. I can't do what I feel in my heart is right. I have to follow after what this person tells me to do. The nature of, of my life is, is what I'm told to do. It's not, by, it's not living by the word of God. It's not living in the, the freedom because Christ has made us free. But it's, I'm, I'm controlled in what I'm, in what I'm doing. And then those who are controlled in what they're doing, like last night, even all the reporters, the newscasters, everything, you're controlled in what you can say, too. 
Oh, absolutely. Nobody could even say anything that even alluded to what the facts were and what the truth is. And how can you live a life that way? I want to encourage you as you're going into 2023 here to live a life loud for God. Live a life where, you know, when people ask you, what's the nature of your life? It can be my life is about Jesus Christ. My life is about freedom. My life is about truth. Mm-hmm. Truth. What in your life is falseness? And how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with falseness in your life? Do you have any of it in your life? You know, the Bible, the, the, the verse of Scripture, the portion of Scripture that I read out of James chapter 4, verses 13 through 16, it says, uh, but as it is, talking about, you know, how you live your life, you boast falsely in your presumption and your self-conceit. All such boasting is wrong. Verse 17 says, so any person who knows what is right to do, but does not do it to him, it is sin. Mm -hmm. In other words, you've missed the mark when you don't do what you know is right. Mm -hmm. And you have an unction from the Holy One. Every single one of you listening to this, you have an unction from the Holy One. And you know what is right. You know what is good. And I want to tell you this, that when you stand before God, you will give an account whether or not you followed the plan of God for your life whether or not you gave in to fear, whether you cowered before man, what decisions did you make that were not based out of faith? For the Bible also says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And if you make decisions in this year of 2023, and they are not faith-based decisions, but they are based out of fear or they are based out of pressure. I want to tell you this, you're sinning. And you have to make a choice at the beginning of this year. And this is what I want to say. Make a choice that you will never give in this year to fear. You will never give in to the pressure of man. You will not say, well, I have to do this because this is what is popular or I will be rejected by man if If I don't do this, make a decision right now as we start this year off. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, I am going to live in the truth. Walk in the truth, the Bible tells us to. Yes. Walk in the truth. Yes, absolutely. You know, when we make a a decision, again, a consecrated decision that, number one, we follow God. Number one is our spiritual life. Number one is our relationship with the Lord then. And then of course we pattern our lives, you know, they need to be in biblical order. He needs to be first. And then of course, if you're married, if you have a family and then um, each one of us need to, you know, have a job, you know, unless you're, you know, it's different if you're, you know, 13 years old and you're listening, but for those that are adults, you need to have a job. You need to be fulfilling the call of God upon your life, but he has to be first priority. And so therefore, if the decisions that, that we're pressured to make or the, um, maybe the, 
the way that other people live their life or, or things, you know, we can get, you know, pressure from family sometimes that they don't honor God or they say they're Christians, but, you know, they don't have any fruit of that in their life or, or anything. Um, if we receive pressure, you know, from that, or we want to feel accepted, we want to feel normal or whatever. And so we give into that, but we can't do that. Our life has to be one of faith. Our lifestyle has to be of faith, not following after the fear of the world or because that, like you said, only will increase. Of course, the darkness will increase. There is coming a greater separation. We have been going through that and actually it's beneficial, but I believe that the separation will now even be accelerated where the dark is darker, but the light shines brighter. Yeah. And so there will become a greater difference between those who actually love God and who honor God with their life and those who go the way of the world. And so you have to prepare sometimes to be to uncomfortably stand out. It's not even yeah, that you're that you're looking to um, to go a different way. You're not purposely, you know, trying to to stand out or or to um, you know be you know different or anything like that. But understand that if I go after God with all of my heart, soul, and mind, there are going to be different ones, whether they're immediately around me or or from afar that maybe don't know me, but, but they might, you know, judge or criticize, you know, my actions or my words or, or whatever. But the more that you go for God, of course, the more that you're going to have criticism or you're going to have persecution, or you're going to have people that, you know, that think you're, you're strange or whatever. But you know, the word promises us that, you know, even, even though it might, might be darker and things might grow harder, that God, he is with us and he's with us strong that, and of course, if you're going to have anybody on your side, it needs to be God. Absolutely. If you're going to be doing anything, you need to be doing it for him and doing it in a big way. Like it's it's an all-in wins time that with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, that we give everything to him. And we just once again reaffirm at the beginning of, the, of this year here, 2023, that Lord, my life is sold out to you. And so any adjustments I need to make, anything that that I need to do, that I need to change, um, any anything like that, Father, that you have access. I'm giving you access yeah. to speak to me. I'm giving you access to change, to do, to to open up new doors for me, to maybe shut some doors, whatever it might be. That that this is the time that we pray those prayers, and of course, we're we are consecrated. We're we're dedicating. We're going to persevere. That we carry that out. That it's not just empty and vain words that we're making a vow to the Lord that we're actually going to keep because we are the set apart ones. We are called of him. Our lives are to glorify him. We weren't put here for our own good. We were created with a plan and a purpose. And of course, number one, we magnify him, but our lives, our calling, everything that has been entrusted to us as stewards needs to glorify God. It needs to actually fall in line with the plan and the purpose of why we are here. And so a lot of times that's where the adjustments have to come in place because maybe what we're doing, we're not doing with an eternal perspective. We're not doing with it that's not going to bear eternal fruit because above all else, our work needs to be able to stand and not when when our life ends and we stand before the Lord, we don't want everything to just be burn up. We've got to have some things that come out as pure gold. Absolutely. A solid life. Yes, 
and something to something to show for for what we have accomplished as you've come through 2022 do what do you have to show what fruit is there mm-hmm. of last year that you can that you can say this is what i can honestly say is lasting right is worth anything because it it is what was done because of faith it was what was done because of obedience it's what was done because it's what was left as you went through the fire mm-hmm. because 2023 there's going to be more fire right there's going to be tests there's going to be trials um there'll be all kinds of things that every single one of us go through but in the end it has to be did i walk by faith this year and is what is produced by my life in 2023 is it something that when god looks at it he was like well done well done you did wonderful you you believed my word you obeyed my word you followed steadfastly to my word even when it was unpopular even when you received persecution because persecution will increase this year against Mm -hmm. the church against the godly Mm -hmm. in fact i was telling sunday morning um as i was preaching i was talking about you know persecution and i was asking the people in our church how many of you have been persecuted this year If you haven't been persecuted, then you really haven't been doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I'll say that again to those who are listening. How much have you been persecuted over the past year? And if you can say, well, I don't know that I was persecuted. Well, then you're really not doing anything for the kingdom of God. All those who live godly in Christ, the Bible says, will suffer persecution. Well, that's, that's the Bible. And so you kind of have to ask yourself, well, evidently I wasn't living too godly. Because when you live when you live in a godly way, there's going to be some persecution that comes against you. And you might be listening to me right now ready to turn the podcast off cuz you're a little upset and you say, "Well, you know, you just don't know my life. You're judging me. I'm not judging you. I'm just quoting the Bible." Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, that's what the word says. Those that live godly in Christ Jesus, they'll suffer persecution. You say, well, it doesn't mean it has to happen every day. No, but I can guarantee you that in a year's time, if you are, if you're really a standout for God and you're living a godly life, you're going to draw some, you're going to draw some flack. The Air Force has a saying, it says, you know, you're over the target when you're getting all the flack. And so are you really bombing the enemy's territory? Are you really in position where God has positioned you, where you're actually doing something that threatens the kingdom of darkness that he wants to, he wants to take you out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that the, the 12 apostles, you know, had to do anything extraordinary. They just showed up in a town and people went hunting for them because they were just, they were just letting their, be a flow of God out of them. And then they get the reputation of those who turn the world upside down. And it wasn't right. in a favorable way. Right. And even Paul, 
when he was standing before Felix. Uh, Felix called him a pestilent fellow, <laughs> a Christian pest. How, how, how many times have you been referred to as a pest because of your life lived for Christ? How much, how much will you really allow God to flow through you where you resist the devil, you resist the attacks, you resist the pressure of the world, you, you make a decision, I will not conform, I will not comply with the plan of the world. I am going to live a life that stands out. I'm going to live my life so brightly that people see the light of God everywhere I go. I'm going to, my life is going to be a, a, a victory dance and shout before God. People are going to see my life and they're going to, they're going to be excited because of how God is using me. And you might think, well, that's, that's kind of far-fetched. No, I, I've, read, I've read books where, and, you know, people who are, they're dead, and I'm thinking, man, I would have loved to have been able to talk with that person. Mm-hmm. How absolutely incredible. I remember the, the time when we were eating um, dinner, babe, in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and T.L. Osborne walked in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he went to, is the normal a restaurant that he went to it was a Thai restaurant. And, um, and as he went over there and we asked the waiter, if we could buy his meal said, you know, please don't let him know that it's us. We just want to buy that man's meal. And everybody, everybody knew TL Osborne in that restaurant. Cause he was there, I think uh, three or four times a week eating. And, um, so we bought his meal. We're still there. He quickly eats. He was by himself. And um, we see him stand up at his table. He looks across the restaurant and then makes a beeline, comes right over to us, pulls out a chair, sits down, and says, what can I do for you? Thank you for buying my, my dinner. Mm-hmm. And we said, oh, the, you know, the waiter wasn't supposed to tell you. He goes, nobody told me. I asked the Holy Ghost who did it, and he said it was you. And so he says, but, you know, let me, let me sit down here. How, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And so we were able to sit there and have a wonderful conversation and that man's life was so rich with being used by God. I mean, wow, what a powerful testimony to be able to sit there and talk with one of God's generals, one of the most powerfully used men in the body of Christ, and to be able to just listen to him and, and you know, receive from, from him things that you know he felt by the Spirit of God to say to us, and, and so powerful. And, and you're talking with people like that, it just lights you up. And a, a key thing is when you're talking with somebody who's been used greatly by God, keep your mouth shut and just listen. Just listen. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about yourself. Don't say, oh, I've done this. I've done that. Anything you've done doesn't matter. Just listen. <laughs> just listen. And, uh, and, and I mean, we have been, we've been, we've had the privilege of talking to many, many great men and women of God. Mm-hmm. And, to just and I say talking, but talking with, but I, I mean listening to, um, because I don't I don't really try to engage in conversation. I just want to hear how what God has to say through them, because that is me gleaning from their lives. But their lives are lived so brightly before God that it excites it excites it 
did excite and it does excite me to talk to them or to read their books or whatever it might be. And I want to tell you, your life can be lived in the exact same way where you live so brightly, so powerfully um, before God that people, they was like, wow, I would love to be able to talk with you. Can you, what do you have? What would God have you impart to my life? But that doesn't happen to a person who lives a marginal life, who lives a minimal Christian life, who just gets by. It's people who have sold out completely mm-hmm. to the will and the plan of God, who will not comply, they will not bend, they will not bow. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of the story of, of in the book of Daniel of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, you know, there might have been other people in that crowd who felt it was unfair for them to have to bow to that mm-hmm. idol of Nebuchadnezzar. Um, for them that, you know, I, I, don't, I shouldn't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel this is over the top. This is too much. Um, I don't like it. This goes against what I feel. But they were the only three that stood. Right. Doesn't matter who had this intention or that intention mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You know, we, when we stand before God, it's what we did, not what our, what we say our, the, my intention was right. Mm-hmm. You know, good intentions never changed anything, right? It'll never win anybody to Christ. It'll never save someone's life. Mm-hmm. Good intentions are just good intentions. And so you've got to live beyond good intentions this year. You have to be intentional to live your life at another level. You have to be intentional to live your life in a way that you're not shut down, that you are not shut up, Mm -hmm. that you are not scared. You are not running away. You are not cowardice. Mm -hmm. You have to live intentionally for God to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that get the attention. Those are the ones that people, hey, tell me your story. How in the world did you stand up against that? Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that, you know, people want to people hear from. Mm-hmm. Not ones who do what everybody else does. Not ones who, you know, are, oh, well, that's what you, you, you kind of just lived like everybody, everybody else on your block did. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, who really cares? But we need examples in the body of Christ. We need people who will not give in to fear, who will not comply with whatever the latest regulations are or <laughs> commandments or decrees by the government. But you say, no, this is what I know is good and right in the sight of God, and this is how I, chose, I choose to live. Mm-hmm. Live or die, I'm going to glorify God. Amen. Amen. That's basically it. Yeah. And so you have to make a choice. And, and so in 2023, I encourage you, do something unprecedented and live in such a bold way, in such an incredible way that others will see your good works and they will glorify your Father in heaven. Right. And he will receive more glory from your life in 2023 because you lived powerfully before him. Mm-hmm than any other year of your life. Let this be a new standard that you live at. That you know what? I'm only going to live by faith. I will walk by faith. I will talk by faith. I'll live by faith. Everything about my life 
This is what it is. So I encourage you, make a determination in your life and make it happen this year. 2023 It's going to be a year like no other year, and it's going to be a fantastic year. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So from us today here in Johnson City, Tennessee, (laughs) beautiful, beautiful Johnson City, Tennessee, and we encourage you, come and visit us sometime. Actually, even better than that, just move here. You know God's talking to you. Come on, make the move. And so anyway, from the hills of Tennessee, hills of beautiful Tennessee, we, my wonderful wife, Pastor Katie, and myself, and and Alan here sitting here running everything for us. He just gave you a wave. Anyway, uh, we say God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this and tell others about the last day's podcast we love you so much we hope you have an absolutely phenomenal rest of your week god bless you god bless you hey this is dr todd holmes and i want to thank you for listening to this podcast whether it was myself or my amazing wife katie maybe the two of us together if you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of jesus christ to this generation go to riveroftricities.com That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless.